Every little thing she does is tragic. Every little thing she does is wrong. Oh, hi. I didn't see you standing there. When were you going to tell me you were just watching me sing to my dog? Okay, whatever. Anyway, welcome to another orbit. I'm Kaliza, and my partner Suzef is obviously lacking because I'm in editing mode and I had to record a new intro for this episode. This is episode three and a half, uh, Front Woman. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate the podcast, check out otherorbit.com to find out about what Susan and I do in our nine to fives. Because I don't know if that matters to anyone. Anyway, check out our Instagrams, our Twitters. My Twitter's pretty cool. <laughs> if, if you have to tell people your Twitter's cool, <laughs> it is not cool. Okay, that's, I, <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> well, my. My next song is from another all-female band out of Southern California. But this time, they are from right here in Long Beach. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Red Ants, and the song is called Hate. I first heard the Red Ants. It was a song called Roller Derby Queen. It was on a K. Okay, do you remember those K Rock calendars that they used to do in the nineties? Um, are you fucking kidding me? I went to several of those signings. Oh, you did. See, I never went to one of those. I just yeah. I just remember going to like Music Plus and picking them up. You yeah. remember that shit? Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. The song "Roller Derby Queen" was from the album "Number One Chicken." Oh, I remember. And yeah, yeah it was on a free one. compilation CD that came with the K-Rock calendar, which was also free. So you got a pretty good deal. Yeah. Got a pretty good deal. Yeah. And this was in 1996. Terry Wall formed formed the band with her friends, Carrie Davis and Debbie Martini. Oh. Yeah. And her ex-husband, John Wall of the band Clawhammer, apparently stood in as a drummer until he was replaced full-time by Leslie Yoshino. And like many of my favorite bands, um, none of them had any formal musical training or experience in bands. And they ended up releasing five albums, two on Sympathy for the Record Industry. Oh, wow. And three on Epitaph. What? Of all, yeah. Yeah, known for, you know, bands like The Offspring. Yeah. And, yeah, and like, Oper- like, like Operation Al- Ivy's first album, I think. Yeah, yeah I wasn't expecting yeah. that. And they actually reunited a few years ago and started playing shows again. And I actually got to catch one of them at The Echo. And oh, they were the so much the freaking Echo fun. The Echo is a great yeah. spot to see a band. It was a really fun show. The place was packed. Like, they had, they still had so much energy. Yeah. It was awesome hearing, you know, hearing them live. Finally, after, like, waiting 20 years. Yeah. Now... This now I kind of haven't hadn't been close uh, following the Red Ants as closely as I should have been because I actually found out from doing research for this episode that the bassist Debbie Martini passed away earlier this year. This year? This year, yeah. I was really shocked to hear that. You know, I was really, really shocked to hear that. And she was playing when you. Yes, I was fortunate to see. Yeah, to, to catch yeah, Aww. that catch her when she played the one of the shows at the Echo. How did she pass back. away? Well, it was apparently completely unexpected. Um, I looked on their Facebook and they they made a statement and they explained that she fractured her ankle at 
Christmas time on the West Coast. She flew home to New York a couple of weeks later. And after being back for a couple of weeks, a blood clot went on to went to her lungs and caused her to have a heart attack. Oh my god! Yeah, and then the paramedics and that's scary. Isn't that really? Yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah, it was a, after a blood clot. Yeah, I mean, think about me. I mean, yeah. make everything about me. <laughs> I broke my fucking foot. Yeah, that could have happened to me. You yeah. Know, like, oh yeah. The, the, oh it's my scary god. how things can different things can trigger oh, things. That's and unfortunate. Then, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, I'm so and sorry. the and the paramedics and hospital tried to, tried for a long time to bring her back, but they were not successful. And yeah, it was really sudden. But you know, she, apparently she didn't suffer and was surrounded by her friends and family when she passed. But oh. very sad, very tragic. Yeah. Rest in peace. Like. That was a pretty sad footnote yeah. to doing research oh. for this band and you know. Are they do you know if they're still gonna perform? That even? I'm not really sure. Yeah, that I'm I'm not sure. I didn't really look into that. I didn't see anything post there was an um, apparently a memorial for Debbie, so that oh, was good. That was good, but I didn't see yeah, I didn't see anything about them continuing or performing again or whatnot. Gotcha. But, okay. So yeah. Um don't want to end on a bummer, but, but yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. um, but Rest it, in sad peace. Note, we love you, Debbie. Yeah, exactly. No. Okay. On to my next song. My band, my next band, is called Delta 5. Okay. And it's called, the song is called Mind Your Own Business. <laughs> and here's a clip. <laughs> heard this song uh through a cover so i didn't know the original but i i heard a cover song and i didn't know it was a cover song and it was covered by chicks on speed i love oh yeah, yeah i love yeah. chicks yeah i love chicks on speed and for those that don't know that's an electro clash duo uh right they're a duo i thought there I, was when i saw them uh like in the early 2000s like ages ago there were three of them oh, okay. but again i'm sure lineups have changed yeah and, right on you know. yeah th their cover came out in 2000 so yeah wow maybe yeah maybe they were a group by them but um I, anyway i lost touch with this record but uh i recognized the original version being played in my own living room by one of our friends who is djing vinyl at one of the fat ass birthday parties we threw for you here uh, and i, I just heard that boom, 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 <laughs> and i was like what the fuck is this like the original version of that chicks on speed song and i could not fucking believe it it, it was kind of like that moment when you dropped jocelyn enriquez oh, like i love those magical moments where i'm like yep. oh my god it's that song Oh my God. Um, and like I said, I had no idea that the Chicks on Speed song was not the original. So I was wow. so excited to hear that it that not only was it a punk song, it was a punk disco like kind of vibe. You yeah, know? yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was, that shit was fucking great. <laughs> um, and the, the, the song, the original song, kind of touching back on our last episode, that the the song "Mind Your Own Business" by Delta Five is only available through Kill Rock Stars, as they oh. have it on a on a compilation kind of record, because their songs work on the rarer side of things. 
And the band, I didn't know too much about, about the band, so I decided to like look them up. And mm -hmm. the band formed kind of like in the same branch of activism as uh, Atari Teenage Riot. Wow. Okay. They formed as a direct response <gasps> to the rising form of fascism yeah. and, and Nazi, you know, popularity yeah. In, yeah. in the UK. Wow. And so they were a part of something called Rock Against Racism. Nice. And it's a political and cultural movement. And it came out in the late 70s, I think. And it was, like I said, a reaction to a rise of racist uh, attacks in Britain. And, oh, you know, yeah. and um, between, you know, I think the late 70s, early 80s, the activists from RAR organized uh, national carnivals and tours and they made local gigs and secured local clubs throughout the country so that they can bring together, you know, multiracial, you know, different... There was no color lines at those right. <laughs> <laughs> there was no color lines at their shows, um, and they wanted to unify all fans of all races in a common love of music to discourage young people from embracing the racism that was being spewed by mainstream artists um, wow. at the time. Yeah, and, and and those artists, I don't exactly know who they were referencing when they were talking about that, but anyway, the musicians though. in RAR were like covered all genres. It was like pop music. Um, um, there was reggae, there was soul, rock and roll, jazz, funk, and punk. It was, it was everything. It, it really was everything. And I'll end it on, I love this song so much because it's, it's, it's kind of bratty. It's it's it falls under that same aesthetic that we we love. That snarky. Yep. Um. You know, just the lyrics are they're funny. You know, mm -hmm. like can I have a taste of your ice cream? Yep. Can I lick the crumbs from your table? <laughs> can I interfere with your crisis? No. Mind your own business. It's just I just love that yeah, song. Yeah, that so. tongue in cheek shit is yes. the shit. Perfect, yeah, perfect you know? way to put it. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so what is your next song? Now, my next band is another band from the UK called Elastica. You may <gasps> have heard of them. Oh. And the song is called Stutter. Let's hear let's hear a little Such bit of it. Such a good one. <laughs> When I heard stutter though, like that was it. That was it. It was fast, it was sharp, the bass line sounded heavy. Yeah. And like the entire song was just oozing with like, yeah, confident snarkiness. Yeah. You know, uh, they were catchy, they were like punky pop. You know, they look like a certain stereotype of art school students. You know, they were like oh all in black, God, you know, all dressed so in accurate. black. And I really was into Justine's like cool, like too cool for school androgynous Ugh. look. I she, mean, she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Like, everything about her was fantastic. Her oh, voice yeah. Yeah. is like nobody else. Yeah. But anyway, the Elastica formed in London in 1992. Stutter was their first single, actually. Wow. They released two other UK top 20 singles, which were Line Up. And, you know, and Justine was also in a relationship with Damon Alburn from Blur. What? Which also, yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't know I that? I didn't know that. Did you no. not know that? Yeah. Apparently, Damon Albarn wrote a lot of the songs on the album 13, the 1997 album 13, uh -huh. about 
about Justine. What? Yeah, the song, apparently that song Beetle Bum, which is apparently about heroin and about her. And, you know, that was the album with Song 2. I mean, I don't know if yeah. that song was written about her, but, you know, Song 2 was on there and Coffee and TV. Yeah. Which is a song we were listening to on the way to Bikini Kill. Yeah, the other yeah. Week. I love that but song. But that was a, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Interesting. He, yeah. Yeah. So they were, yeah, they were dating. So obviously that brought pu- a lot of publicity. And they released their first um, self-titled album um, in March 1995. It entered the UK album charts at number one and became became the fastest-selling debut album since Oasis is definitely maybe. Oh, shit. Wow. Five years after their debut, they finally released The Menace, which was released in April 2000, which I saw Elastica's tour for that, actually, in in, in London. Yeah. So I did get to see them live. In London? Yeah. Oh. Never. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought that was, I would have never, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, Justine Frischman was also, uh, had also befriended MIA before the release of The Menace. Yeah. They apparently met in 1999. I remember in the MIA documentary, I think she mentioned that they met, um, after one of, like, um, like, a backstage at yeah, one of, an I think Elastica MIA show. Just fucking just approached it. Yeah. yeah. It was just random and then they clicked. Yeah. You know, the band announced their breakup in 2001 and Justine spent the next few years helping MIA develop as an artist. I think she lent her the um drum machine. Oh, the Roland? Yeah, the Roland. Yeah. yeah. That MIA made her first beats on. They were friends, they became flatmates and apparently Justine co-wrote and produced um, MIA's demos for her first album, Arular, you know, which cool. is known for Galang, which originally yeah, came out yeah. in 2003. Which is a groundbreaking album. Yeah, absolutely. It fucking is. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Fight me. I you can absolutely. fight me on it. <laughs> Shit. I, apparently none of them are really interested in a reunion. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know, but apparently, yeah, there's not really one in the cards. I didn't know a lot about that. About that band. I th- and I thought I did. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought a, I, I did. Yeah. I'm a oh, yeah. huge Elastica fan. Yep. That was a lot there's of stuff. There's a lot I didn't of, yeah. Know. There's actually a lot to them. There's actually a lot more than I expected, you know? You're so smart. Yeah. You're so, <laughs> you're so smart. Not really. I just have the internet like everyone else. <laughs> oh, you're so smart. You know how to use the internet. You know how to read. I'm really proud of you for knowing how to read it. I don't know how to read. So, um, well, the library is open. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> if you know how to read, you know yeah. how to read. Yeah, or, I, I, don't know. I guess you're yeah. right. And I cool. do know how to read. Okay. All cool. Right. Okay. So this is my last song. Mm-hmm. And my last song is, it, and we're going uh, um, a little bit away from the bands and into a group. And my last song is by a, a group called TLC. <gasps> And the song is called Waterfalls. (laughs) So this song was one of the first fucking singles that I was absolutely obsessed with where I stole my dad's fucking tapes <laughs> that he practiced <laughs> preaching on. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so a little backstory. My so I would just steal my dad's fucking tapes and record over his his speeches and shit and, and I would record 
I recorded waterfalls at least 50 times on one tape, like whether I caught the tail end of the song, the from the middle to the end or whatever, even with all the DJ talking over it, I recorded every fucking version that I came across on the radio. And um, I loved, I think this song opened me up to uh, B-sides, like finding B-sides and listening to the oh, remixes yeah. because a friend let me borrow a crazy sexy cool b-side and it had the organized uh noise version of this song whoa yeah and it it is funky you it is super gems, funky yeah besides yeah. contains oh gems. do not overlook yes. them ever so i fell in love i guess i guess i loved the song that much that i just loved every version of it yeah oh yeah and um and my favorite band member uh I, every time you know my friends and i would get together i always fought to be lisa left eye lopez okay I always fought <laughs> her energy, her big left eye energy, like oh, yeah. fuck me up. And um, a little back story on the on the band is I think they were originally called Second Nature. Second Nature. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They were originally called Second Nature, and they were renamed TLC because yep. it was uh, like. Tion, Lisa, and originally it was a, another member called Crystal. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, things did not work out with Crystal. I think her name was Crystal Jones. And TLC's manager, Perry, quote unquote, Pebbles Reed from Girlfriend. Dun -dun -dun -dun. How could you let her treat you so bad? Um, she was their manager and she brought in Rosanda Thomas. Yeah. AKA Chili. So she named herself Chili so that the band can stay TLC, Guilty, yeah. which is pretty cool. How flexible, huh? We love a flexible queen. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, so the band is Tion Watkins, and she changed her name to T-Boz, which is Boz is slang for boss, if you guys oh, didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Lopez, uh, she, her obviously she's left eye. And then I said, uh, I said Rosanda Thomas is chilly. Lisa Left Eye Lopez was my fucking jam. One eerie thing that has always stuck out in my fucking head is her documentary, The Last yeah, Days of Left Eye. Remember that? It yeah, came out in 2007. That, yeah. She died, I think, in 2002. But in 2007, it shows that about two weeks before her death, she was unfortunately involved in an accident where a 10-year-old boy died. Yeah. And her assistant was driving. And Lisa was in the passenger seat. Lisa paid the funeral expenses, paid the medical bills. The family and authorities were like, it wasn't your fault. This was a freak accident, you know. And the eerie part for me is that... Um, she said she always felt like a spirit was following her and she was struck by the fact that the kid that was killed had a similar last name to her yeah and she was even thinking that the spirit may have mistakenly taken him instead of her life and just yeah. a few days later she would be gone too that's creep that's and so creepy. yes yeah. that has always stuck with me that yeah. that you know she was such an empath to energy that she felt things like that and and i don't know it just really made me love her a lot more because I realized she's so sympathetic and, and yeah. can feel energy like that. Um, not to mention, she's a fucking amazing rapper. Oh, for sure, and she's yeah. Solely, Super talented, yeah, yeah. Her and Organized Noise uh, are solely responsible for Waterfalls. Like, Lisa oh. Left Eye wrote it. Oh, what? Wow, yeah, okay. She wrote it, 
And uh, the background vocals feature Deborah Killings, who's been on so many fucking other tracks. And f- here's something that always uh, blew my mind. Uh, CeeLo Green is one of the vocals on the Waterfall song. What? He, yep, he plays, he has uh, some vocals in that song. Wow. I know. It was cool. And and he got on that track because he was in Goody Mob and Goody yeah, Mob yeah. is friends with T Boss. No so, kidding. Oh, yeah, okay. so T Boss was that. always okay. a big fan wow. of his vocals. Oh wow, okay. Um uh, it, it's actually the first song to openly sing about the AIDS crisis. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It wasn't preachy, it wasn't mm-hmm. like you know it wasn't obvious either. It, like yeah. I didn't really I didn't I didn't catch that. It either. had a really yeah. and that's what I'm going back to with left eye's empathetic voice you know she had this way of singing and and writing about topics that didn't seem in your face and preachy and stuff like that and the music video itself was one of my favorites it still is one of my favorites to this day and um it reflected the like socially conscious lyrics yeah it's an iconic Uh, video it is and here comes you want some ice cream (laughs) don't tempt me you still have like you have that deep dish pizza, right? I, yeah, I that's what we're gonna have for dinner for sure. If this motherfucker parks in front of my house while I'm recording a podcast, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give him my business. Nope, he's leaving. Thank God. Anyway, that's an outtake. TLC was the first African American act to win Video of the Year, and the song came out in 1995. Wow. And the MTV Music Video Video Music Awards have been had been around for a fucking decade by that point. <sighs> And TLC was yeah, the first one. Like, wow. what the fuck? Like, even with Michael Jackson, yeah, with Mike, even yeah. with all these fucking like, bands that I can think of, like TLC yeah. won it first. You know? What? Yeah. You yeah. Had Prince, so, you had like all. Yeah. yeah you had all, so many opportunities. Yeah. So on the same level of music videos, uh, is directors that I love is F. Gary Gray, and uh, him and Spike Jones are like two of my favorites. And F. Gary Gray is responsible for It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Oh. Natural Born Killers by Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. Um, I think it's, oh, Keep Their Heads Ringing by oh, Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Miss Jackson one. by Outkast. What? He, yeah, and yeah. he also directed two of my favorite uh, movies, if you guys didn't know, uh, Friday and <gasps> Set It Off, bitch. What? what? He directed yes. Set? Yeah, he directed Set It Off. It's my fucking favorite movie. Yeah. What's it going Wobby. to be? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I that love movie, that. That's a great. It gets that me. Is it gets a gr- me. Intense. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know. It was like some modern day Shakespearean tragedy. <gasps> that's like, a great way to put no, it. No, seriously. Great way it's to put so, it. So yeah. So true. It is so, so fucking true. intense and like, I don't know. Just get caught up in it, and it's dramatic, and it's. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, it, that's a great way I to fucking put so it. I got so invested in like in the characters and like, it, yeah, just incredible movie. Yeah, I'll end it on this. I Oof. love that song because I fuck. I was obsessed with the rap. I fucking obsessively tried learning that rap. I think I still oh, know it to this day. You know, okay, yeah. I okay, seen yeah, a rainbow, rainbow yesterday yeah, yeah, with yeah. too many stones. You know, I don't even oh, want to yeah. embarrass myself here, but no. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm gonna end it there. I love TLC. That's my last song. What's wow. your last song, Suze? Okay. My last song came out the previous year before in a it was a different genre. The band is Veruca Salt and the song oh. is 25.
song I picked 25. It's it's different than Seether. It's definitely oh, not yeah. like a three minute you know song like like pop song you'd hear on the radio. No, it starts off fast yeah. and then it slows down to a crawl. Yeah, super heavy ass For like riff. A solid minute. Yeah, and then it just kind of lulls you back into this these really like this just melodic atmospherics it like the tempos change i mean yeah The versatility of that band, I just thought were incredible, you Absolutely. know? So, I, you know, I thought, and you know, you know me, I, I love that female rage. It's always yeah. what I've really resonated with, and it's really what I related to and connected with. But Yeah, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I had this, uh, but I also appreciate something that, you know, that isn't that. That yeah. is more subtle. So uh, Veruca Salt was founded in Chicago, Illinois, 1992. Now, I don't know what it is with me and musicians from the Midwest. It's just, I noticed that, too. I thought, like... There's been a few. There's in this, th- just in the show, right? Yeah, like, just I think in the I, show. Yeah. yeah, just in the show. I don't, know what, I don't know what that's about. I haven't been to the Midwest much. I mean, my dad's from the Midwest, but I don't really feel... I mean, I have family from the Midwest, but... Where's he from? He's from Pennsylvania. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. And then, you know. So they were named after Veruca Salt, the character from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I Um, want it now. Which is funny because I didn't make that connection like right away. I like forgot what her name was. Like, you know, I I knew the story. I've seen the movie. I think I read the book in school, but it's like, I don't think I remember that. I was like, well, that's a weird name. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, the singer, the singers and guitarists, Louise Post and Nina Gordon were apparently introduced um, to each other through their mutual friend Lily Taylor. Mm. Apparently, the act. Yeah. What? Apparently, the actor. I don't know. There. I've never. I haven't seen any backstory on that or how they both knew her. But anyway. So they actually had only performed a handful of shows when they were signed to the independent label Minty Fresh Records. Their very first release was was Seether, that single Seether, yeah. Shut. Yeah, that was their very first the release. The fuck up. And the single was a success, and yeah, the single was... Absurdly uh, yeah. successful, Yeah, absurdly too. successful, and, you know, they went on tour with Hole. I remember that show, too. I remember there was a show where Veruca Salt opened up for Hole, and I was so bummed out I couldn't go. I didn't have any friends to go with. I didn't have a ride. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have any money. I was so bummed out. I missed that show, though. Oh, my goodness. So So they had all that success before even releasing their first album, which is called American Thighs, which went gold. And the title is actually a reference to a line from the acdc song you shook me all night long oh shit and i heard about that back then yeah yeah yeah. i didn't yeah knocking me out with those american (laughs) yes that one yeah yeah Yeah. so i thought that was kind of i thought that was that was pretty hilarious and they uh released their second album eight arms to hold you which was that the title of that album is a reference to the working title for the beatles film that was called help what yeah that was apparently the original oh, title for, for the yeah the movie help yeah interesting yep. wow yeah and it was the last album to feature you know the the original lineup louise uh continued with um you know the veruca salt band 
until announcing a hiatus in 2012, and two years later, the original lineup reunited in 2014. Whoa. And for their original reunion tour I missed because I had to work Comic-Con the week they were in, oh, fuck in San Diego and LA. Noise. Yeah. And I did see Nina and Louise play a free acoustic show um, four years ago, but you know, it wasn't Veruca yeah, Salt. And yeah. I'm kicking myself for missing a show they played in LA a year ago. I didn't <sighs> I only found I found out about it like yeah, only a few months ago. And I'm like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, but oh. fortunately, I mean, they are still together. And one more fact. Um, remember how um, Toby Vale and Kurt Cobain dated and Dave Grohl dated Kathleen Hanna? Yeah. Well, he also dated Louise Post from Veruca Salt. For, yeah. This motherfucker, dude. God I know. He damn, got around. Dave. I know. Like, Fuck I know. Up. I know. Oh, man. Yeah. And the Foo Fighters song Everlong was apparently written about her <gasps> and their breakup. Yeah. Shut mm -hmm. the front yeah. door. The Michelle Gondry directed yeah, yes. video. Yep. That is one that of my favorite her, music yeah. videos yeah. and songs. No way. And I'm not, I, I mean, I like the Foo Fighters. I like their first two records. Yeah. Yeah. I like, um, Everlong and Big Me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah, those. Yeah. I love that was, era of Foo yeah, Fighters. Yeah. Um, but I had no idea. Yeah. That song was written about her. Yeah. What an Louise honor. What Assault. a beautiful yeah. fucking song oh, yeah. to have written but about. They had you. a pretty nasty breakup. Though. Oh, like, fuck. I mean, I'm apparently sorry. they're friends now, but uh, yeah, they had a pretty that nasty fucking breakup. Sucks. I mean, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Wow. So again, real tight knit, I guess. I know. Small yeah, world yeah. in the 90s, you know. Keep it in the family. Yeah. Music community. And. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna end it on that. Is that? I learned a lot from you. Oh, thank you. I learned, I learned a lot, a from, you lot too. Yeah. from you. Wow, wow. Honestly, you impressed me. Thank you. That's well, you really good. Yeah, I learned a wow. lot from you too. It's good that we learned from. I guess that we learned. Yeah. Learned Hopefully, from each other, you, yeah. the audience, learned something new too. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to the end of the show. Do you have any closing words or thoughts? Actually, I have a question. Was there anybody on the list that didn't quite make the cut for this episode for you? Oh, man. There was a few. Okay. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. Uh, Luscious Jackson. Oh, yeah. They were cool. <laughs> uh, Yacht. Uh, Hole? Hole. Yeah. yeah. Hole. You know what? Same yeah. Oh, you had Same a hole on here. your list too? Yep. I had I had hole like Why didn't she make the cut for you? Well, I feel Courtney Love has definitely had enough exposure, fame and notoriety and I think she's definitely caused more than enough controversy. <laughs> that is putting it very simply, yes. And yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend I didn't idolize Courtney Love. I'm not going to pretend that I haven't listened to Pretty on the Inside on repeat while I'm in the throes of a candy crush addiction <laughs> that which may or may not have happened, you know, recent, yeah. recently in, within the past couple of years. Oh, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> you know, I'm going to own my truth. And okay. I didn't want to include her because, you know, she's problematic. Yeah. Messy. There's, you know, and she's also just widely represented. Exactly. In so many Everyone knows who she is. Is she still yeah. a celebrity? Every, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I wanted to, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of talk about other people. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I fucking hear you on that. Um, and also, um, 
Yeah, and also I just wanted to acknowledge that my selection had a pretty obvious lack of diversity. Oh, I yes. Yeah, I, see I mean, you, you know, a couple of band members I mentioned are of Asian descent, like Leslie Yoshino of the Red Ants and Lori Barbero from Babes in Toyland is half Filipino. Um, Justine from Elastica and Nina and Jim from Veruca Salt are Jewish. But, um, yeah. but you know, I mean, this is uh, through the lens of me being a teenager in the 90s. It was what I was exposed to. Yeah. It was what I saw on MTV and K-Rock. That's I mean, all. Yeah. The yeah. White, yeah. White yeah. feminism was very much the the all the rage you know yeah uh, it, like white rockers white yeah. female rockers you know yeah it it's and you know i went to an media you know, yeah and i went to like predominantly you know white high school oh okay and i also yeah. didn't have older siblings or many friends to get me into music a lot of the time i did have to discover it myself yeah. but i do want to make a conscious effort to be a lot more inclusive in my selections that's yeah. something i consciously am you know working you. on and yeah. to d kind of discover more of it like if i didn't you know obviously if i wasn't aware of it until now now is the perfect time to yeah. discover it and share it you know yeah, so definitely. i just wanted to point out that i am definitely you know aware yeah. of my yeah, absolutely. And like, we, I felt we, like your selections were a lot more diverse in that sense. And so. we definitely like touched, lightly touched on it on the last episode. Yeah. Right, girl, where we were like, it was a very white scene. Yeah. Not very inclusive. Yeah. I mean, they were trying to be inclusive. Of course. But it was but just, yeah. you know. And yeah. we have said, we said it in the last episode, it deserves its own episode. We are actually like trying to research, um, Latino punk bands and LA scene punk bands and 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 have an episode around more inclusive punk and and uh, just music of all genres I guess yeah, well you yeah, know, yeah 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 in in um I, I was more speaking on like in like the, response to the riot girl right you know, oh like yeah the riot uh, yeah and, like a uh -huh. punk and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that yes um but yeah no all genres were looking to be more inclusive and that's a promise yeah um that is a promise yeah. and it's I mean it's not something that's like we feel is forced or whatever or, or an obligation i just think it's genuinely interesting you know the more stuff you d the more music the more kind of stuff you discover i think that just yeah. makes any journey more interesting absolutely you know when you just kind of keep your eyes more open and you're just kind of more prone to yeah discovering new things yeah i love that and new people and artists and i think it's more of yeah keeping an open mind rather than like oh well you know we have to do this or whatever exactly exactly it's you know. a conscious effort to acknowledge that media is favored to white folks you know yeah, and, correct. and oh i hate the word folks i'm so sorry white people <laughs> but yeah it's our responsibility as feminists as you know as women you know or femme identifying However, I feel that day. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's our responsibility to find and share and give a platform, and you know, <clears throat> that's what this um, podcast <clears throat> is all about. And I think that's going to conclude our 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 thoughts, right? Um. So yeah. So thank you for just listening and tuning in, and we hope you found um some new information on some of your old favorites yep. or you found a new favorite that'd be yep. cool yep or you 
knew it all and heard it all before, <laughs> yeah. but you just uh, were okay with listening, listening to, to us. Of it again. Yeah, listening to our yeah. banter and yeah. you know. Thanks for hanging out with yeah, us. Thanks for hang- yeah, I like that. Thanks yeah. for hanging out. Yeah. And I want to say, please, uh, a gentle reminder to please <laughs> subscribe and rate the podcast. Help us out. Help us get onto that Apple index if you could. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram under Other Orbit. Our podcast has its own special uh, page call, uh, on Instagram, and it's uh, Instagram.com slash Another Orbit Pod. So you can find us on Instagram. And I created a Twitter, but it's not as active as Other Orbit's Twitter, but it's Another Orbit Pod. And you can email us at hello at otherorbit.com. We'll have all of our um, songs in our show notes. So if you missed the title of a song, don't worry. We'll have it there. It's going to be hyperlinked with YouTube clips. We'll have a mix, um, maybe a Spotify playlist as well. And um, once again, thanks for hanging out with us. And we look forward to going on another musical orbit with you next episode. I love you so much, Suzanne. I really do. Are you sure? Thank, that was, thank you. But that was, I thought that was so, you like that? Okay. No, oh, I that was it. just, okay. I love you so much. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. We love you. <laughs>